Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, you absolute legends? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. And today, we are going to talk about how to date with an STD as well as how to avoid getting an STD while you're dating. Now, I've had a lot of experiences with STDs because I've had a lot of experiences. Fortunately, I've avoided the big ones, but I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, as I always am. I've taken a couple shots, all right? I've never gotten scabies or freaking butt crabs, or I've never woken up with a dick growing out of my back, thank God, But I've had some shit, and I'm going to talk about that in this episode. It's funny, if you look at the title, I tried to work in every single keyword I possibly could. I'm like, hmm, HPV, herpes, gonorrhea, chlamydia, butt clap, anal geyser, loss of communication with the spinal column, flappy hands, painful hair, a debilitating erection that lasts more than 16 hours, gas with oily discharge. I just put them all in there because obviously I want to get as many clicks as possible. And gentlemen, if you're listening to me for the first time, welcome. My name is Mark Singh. I'm an NLP dating coach. NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. I go into the heads of my clients and remap programs like I'm Not Enough, Hot girls are too good for me. You shouldn't approach people and or my STD is unattractive and embarrassing and even shameful because that's complete bullshit. Here's the stats on these things. 25% of people currently have an STD and over 50% of people, probably more like 75 because you know how surveys are, 75% of people have had an STD, so it's not that big of a deal. So I'm gonna tell you how to date a woman how to deal with the whole STD thing, should you get tested, if you have an STD, if and when you should even bring it up in the first place. And we're gonna go through all that in this episode. And I hope to deliver the goods because I know from the emails I get and from the clients I get that this is a big concern for you, especially if you do have something like herpes that can't be cured and that you can't necessarily predict when it's gonna come out. These are the kinds of things that you need to get your psychology corrected around so that you're not telegraphing low value inadvertently because you're shameful about something that really you couldn't control. I have a really good girlfriend and she got herpes from a dude and he didn't tell her that he had herpes and she's super embarrassed about it. She has major issues about it because she's a good girl, man. She doesn't sleep with a lot of dudes and they decided to get the rodeo on without a condom. And by the way, you should never let the horse out of the stable without a saddle, but she did that and she got herpes and she's super ashamed of it and she told me I could talk about it. So these are the kinds of things that you guys are going to be dealing with and I wanna help you as your Uncle Mark Singh, who has had Willie Lump Lump and some other issues that I'm going to talk about so that you can move forward without too much psychological burden around it. Before I jump into the content, gentlemen, a couple weeks ago, I asked for you guys to hit me up if you were a writer and if you could write my newsletter for me, write a follow-up sequence to what's called a lead magnet. A lead magnet is just as it sounds. It gets leads like a magnet. You give people something for free, they sign up to your newsletter, and then you have them in your funnel. Well, I hired two guys, Nick and Dante, what is up, brothers? And they've been teaming up, writing this follow-up sequence for my lead magnet, the approach formula. The approach formula talks about how to approach a woman, 
get her attracted to you and yank her phone number. And I think it's a pretty damn good program. I always try to over deliver in this podcast and you guys can grab that right now just by clicking the link in the description below. You can literally grab it while we're here talking. But these guys have teamed up and they're writing the follow-up sequence to when you do get the approach formula. You're gonna get an email about once every three days and I am blown away by the quality that these guys have come up with. I'm like, dude, this is really good shit. I'm not blowing smoke up your asses. It's really good. The lessons that they give, the tips, tricks, and things that I don't talk about in this podcast because both guys are in my program. And they're going through the content picking out the gems and then putting them in emails that are absolutely phenomenal. So here's my suggestion. The approach formula is free. All the follow-up emails are free. All those lessons that you're going to get delivered into your inbox about every other day or every third day are free for you. And I highly, highly suggest you guys check this out. I am like blown away by it. I'm like, dude, if I had this shit when I was first starting out in seduction, I would have been a killer way faster. So I'm having them write a series of emails that you're going to get for free and it's free content. You guys like my podcast? Check out what these dudes are writing. I personally think some of the shit's better than my podcast episodes, honestly. So click the link in the description below. It's called The Approach Formula. All you gotta do is slap in your email. I'm not gonna spam you. What I'm gonna do is give you more content because that's what I do. I try to over-deliver. I try to give value. And that's what I'm gonna do with this newsletter. Nick and Dante, you guys are crushing it, man. And I sincerely appreciate it. So guys, click that right now as you're listening. Grab the approach formula. You want to see this follow-up sequence. It's beautiful. It's art, man. It's fucking sick. You guys gotta check it out. Again, the approach formula below. So you have an STD and or you're afraid to get STDs, and we're gonna talk about that. So first, I'm gonna talk about how to avoid getting an STD. Then I'm gonna talk about how if you have an STD, how to explain it to women. And I'm gonna talk about the psychology around it, some statistics. So please stay tuned till the very end because this is gonna be a good one. So obviously, how to avoid an STD, a couple things you can do. First of all, don't be like I was and sleep with every single girl you can because you're so horny you'd fuck a snake if you could hold it straight. That's how I was in my 20s and 30s, and I make no apologies for it. I've had a lot of fun experiences, but I've also gotten, yes, willy lump lump, including chlamydia, HPV. Thankfully, I avoided herpes, but I had crabs at one point. I got genital warts at one point. And of course, I got gas with oily discharge, loss of communication with the spinal column and flappy hands, as well as numb hair. So with all those things having been experienced, I finally found out, yes, Don't let the horse out of the stable without a saddle, you idiot. And I started having sex with condoms consistently. I do it here and there, but you know how it goes, man. If she's ultra fine and she seems ultra pure, you're like, no way this chick has an STD. Meanwhile, you find out that she slept with half of Denver and you're like, oh my hell, what if I got something bad like HIV or something that can't be gotten rid of, which I think is the case for syphilis, I believe. Don't quote me on that. But there's stuff out there because like I said, I believe about 75% of people have had at least something like chlamydia, which is a bacterial infection. And some of those people have permanent shit like herpes, 
Just as my friend Jessica got herpes, she had no idea. And now she has it for the rest of her life. She told me she's taken a cyclovir to keep it under control. And if she does that, she's not going to pass it on to anybody because it's only transmittable when you're having an outbreak. Have you guys ever seen those cold sores that are on people's lips? That's herpes. I don't know if you knew that. And something like 85% of the population has it. You probably have it, but you're just not having an outbreak, which is why it never happens. Me, I get them when my lips are in the sun for too long or I'm like super duper stressed. So if I'm really stressed and I go surfing without SPF on my lips, dude, I am getting a cold sore for sure. And it's so disgusting. And as you guys can relate, those fucking things pop out the second you're about to go on a date with an ultra hot chick or you're about to have like some family photo and it looks like you've been sucking every dick in the gay district and it looks like you've licked every single vagina in Denver and you look like a complete douche canoe, that's how these things work. So when you're dating women, bro, just wear a condom. That is half of it. And another half of it is, as I started to do, Ask her to get a test or ask her if she's been tested. Look, I know nothing can kill romance like A of all a condom and B of all talking about STDs, but these are things that as an unapologetic alpha silverback who gets a lot of sex has to consider. You have to consider keeping yourself safe so you can get out there and date as many women as possible and yes, have sex with them. This too is why I eventually got to the point where I was generally having sex with only one woman at a time. I often liken it to walking across a pond. You don't want your foot to leave the rock until your other foot is firmly in place on the next rock. And what that means is I always liked to have a girl that I was having sex with, but what I'd do is I'd be having sex with one, I'd start dating the next one. Yeah, I'd make out with her. Maybe we'd go to second base. But before we really started doing the sex stuff, I'd ask her, hey, where are you at as far as STDs are concerned? Have you been checked? When's the last time you were checked? And guys, you can go get yourself checked. And this was a few years ago for me, but I used to go once a month for $139. You get your finger pricked and they take a urine sample. And they can check for, I believe it was 10 of the most common STDs. And I strongly suggest you do that if you're out in the field. Because then when a woman asks you, especially if you have a bad reputation like I did, have you been having sex with different girls? You can say, you know what? I did have sex with a girl last month, but I've been since tested and I've come back clean. And that's what I would always say. So you're always getting yourself tested just so you know you're not trying to give it to other people. And if you have something that's curable, like chlamydia, you could take the necessary drugs to get rid of it. And also you can tell girls that you have been tested. And guys, just always get those condoms. Nowadays, there's condoms that are super thin, super comfortable. And I don't know if you heard me in a previous podcast where I suggested they make a condom that just goes around the head. And then I thought, ah, that's a bad idea because you could still get herpes as well as the clap, as well as anal crabs with oily discharge. Not a good idea because your skin is exposed, but it was a good idea at the time. I was still able to have sex comfortably with those ultra thin Trojan condoms. They're like super thin. And by the way, guys, if you have problems with premature ejaculation, which by the way is all psychological, almost 99% of the time it's psychological, get those condoms that have that numbing cream on it. I had to use that in my early 20s because I had problems with premature ejaculation and even erectile dysfunction, which again is psychological. We can cure it with NLP, but that's a different conversation. So get the condoms you like the best, have them on you, get the Mark Singh condom dispensing belt buckle and have that shit with you. 
okay? Standard protocol. Always go into a sexual exchange with a condom on hand because, brother, you don't want to get that willy lump lump. It fucking sucks. Now, let's say that you were a sea donkey, a canyon mule, and a mountain troll, and you did have sex without a condom, and you did get willy lump lump, HPV, gonorrhea, herpes, chlamydia, hepatitis, HIV, or gas with oily discharge and flappy hands. If that happened to you and you have something that obviously is under control and that you're managing with perhaps medication or whatever it is, and you meet a girl and you're ashamed of it, you need to be honest with her about it, but here's what I suggest. All right, we understand that we're not gonna have sex with her until she's pretty damn attracted to us. And as I always suggest, as a means of getting her more attracted to you, is to push her away a little bit and don't let her have sex with you too quick. Especially if you have an STD, we need to buy you some time. And the reason we need to buy you some time is because we wanna get her so attracted to you, the STD is suddenly a non-issue. You see what I'm doing here? So instead of telling her that you're $3 million in debt and you're bankrupt and you owe the mortgage on three foreclosed houses on the first date, you wait until she's pretty well invested in you. She's got emotional capital into you before you tell her the bad news. And this is just simply waiting to reveal those skeletons in your closet until she likes you enough to accept them. So what I would do if, for example, I had herpes, I'd always be honest about it. I would say, listen, I have herpes, but I have it under control with the cyclovir. As long as I take that stuff, it doesn't come out. But if you don't want to have sex, I totally understand and I respect it. And we're going to use a condom. And I'm telling you, unless I have a breakout and you could sit there looking at me if you want, you're not going to contract it. But before I let it get to that point where I need to explain that to her, I'm running game on her. I'm keeping her interested. I'm making out with her, sucking her tits, doing those kinds of things without letting my penis come out yet because let's say I have herpes and getting her really attracted to me so that when I feel, okay, this girl is super attracted to me. I know I could keep her in the mix and I'm going to calmly, like an adult, explain to her that, yes, I have something like herpes. It is in remission. It's not contractible. However, we are still, of course, going to wear a condom. I'm going to be as careful as possible. And I hope you trust me enough to believe that I will tell you if I have a breakout. I've been with girls in that situation, and I accepted it because I really liked them. I've been with girls who told me they didn't have chlamydia, and then I got it. They didn't know they had it, and they were super apologetic. So these things happen, and people are way more understanding than we'll often give them credit for. Let me ask you this. If you really liked a girl, she was totally your type, she was hot as fuck, sexy as fuck, and you were about to have sex with her, and she told you what I just said, hey, I have herpes, but I'm managing it with a cyclovir, provided I'm not in the middle of a breakout, you won't get it, but you could totally wear a condom with me, you do it. You know you do it, bro, and how do I know I would do it? Because I have done it. I have done that. Now, if it was AIDS or something like that, of course not. And if you have something that's really gnarly and not curable, I know that they have groups for that where you can meet women who have that same thing like AIDS, right? They have groups of people who all have AIDS and they are sexually exclusive with one another. There are groups like that and you can find them in your local city. But for the most part, some of us have those lower tier kind of sexual transmitted diseases. And in my opinion, as long as you're honest about it and you're managing it, you should be able to tell a girl about it after 
you get her adequately attracted to you. What's adequately attracted to you? Three, four, five dates. She's talking about sex. She wants to come over. She's interested. We all know what that looks like. That's when you do it. Okay, now check this out. And this may give you guys some solace for those of you who do have STDs. If she's still willing to have sex with you, despite the fact that you have something like herpes, that's going to work into your favor because it's cognitive dissonance. When we do something, despite warning signs that we shouldn't, we convince ourselves that we like that thing more than we might actually like that thing. Can you see how that works? She's thinking in her subconscious mind, I'm having sex with this guy and I'm risking a little bit getting an STD. Wow, I must really like him. And then she likes you more. And I've been with girls, as I've said, that I've had things like that and I accepted it. We just managed it. It's almost like dating a girl who has some past baggage or does something you don't necessarily like. You accept the person when you really like the person and nobody's perfect. Whether she has an STD or she has Tourette's or she has a bad relationship with her mom or she has daddy issues, there's probably always going to be something and there's always going to be something with you too. This is human existence. Nobody's perfect. So accept your STD as if you chose it. And I know that sounds crazy, but this is what I suggest to my clients. Anything you have, right? You may be short, fat, ugly, bald. You might have scars on your face. I actually just had a champion who applied to my program who has some scars on his face. You got to be proud of that shit. You got to see those scars on your face as if you got them in combat in the gladiator arena. And if a girl questions you about it, which she probably won't, but if she does, you're literally confused. You're like, dude, this is a mark of championhood. Do you know the hell? I had to go through in order to get all this fixed. I'm proud of this shit. And that's the way I want you guys to be. You've been through some shit. This STD is evidence of it. Yeah, you made a mistake, but you accept it and you make no apologies for it. I know it's radical teaching because in today's age and society, we're all taught to be shameful about those things that are quote unquote wrong with us. I say be proud of them because those things are evidence of shit that you've been through, anguish that you've persevered past, and it builds you into a better man. So if you do have uncurable herpes or even syphilis or even AIDS, be proud of it in the fact that, dude, this is my scar and I bear it like a champion because I've been through war. I've been through hell. I have made a mistake and I accept it and I'm making no apologies for it. And if you're dating a woman, you'd say, listen, lady, we're going to have sex. If you can't accept the fact that I have this STD, there's the door. And that's the philosophy of STDs where you're going to be careful. You're going to get yourself tested. I strongly suggest you ask if she's been tested. If you're really anal and you think that she's kind of spreading it all over town, maybe ask for the results. That's up to you. You're going to wear a condom when you have sex. If you already have an STD, wait to get her very attracted to you, then be honest with her about it. Do not lie. Because if you want to screw your karma up, and if you do want to get anal clap with oily discharge and numb hair, the universe is going to deliver that to you if you screw somebody else over. So be honest, but wait until she's adequately attracted so that that reality doesn't chase her away. This too is why I don't suggest guys with kids and even females listening with kids, post them on your dating apps. It kind of just puts up an obstacle in the very beginning that's best avoided until they get to know you and like you. And then you say, by the way, I have 16 kids and they all live with me and I have 57 cats. Hope you can accept that. And if she likes you enough, she will. So that's my philosophy about STDs. Boys, don't be discouraged about it. At least you're getting laid, right? At least you got some strange, you got some ass, you are a fucking champion. So accept it as if you chose it. This is part of me now. 
I accept it. I make no apologies for it. And I'm going to be as careful as possible with you. But if you can't accept that, then you're not the right girl for me anyway. So there's the door. And that's holding your frame. That's being proud of who you are. And that's not making apologies for these STDs because honestly, it wasn't really your fault. It's not like you saw her in a herpes outbreak and you're like, fuck it, dude, I'm so horny. I'm just going to go for it. And you put your dick in her without a condom on. I mean, maybe one out of 10,000 guys listening did that. But for the vast majority of us, it was just bad luck. So accept it, move on from it and be honest about it. Once she's emotionally invested enough to accept it as well. Gentlemen, I do appreciate you listening. As a reminder, go grab that program, dude. The Approach Formula and then bask in the glory of the follow-up emails that Nick and Dante have been writing. The shit is the shit, man. It's really good. Seriously, you guys got to check that out. The link's right there, man. Free program, free training. Go grab it right now while it's on your mind. I draw podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, so please stay tuned for the next one, and I will see you in the next episode. Ah!